Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, Is there anything you want me to mention in the intro for you? I was just going to say from Caleb and Rome. My IBS. Please talk about my IBS. Your IBS? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That sounds good. All right. Let's do it. (laughs) Good morning and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It's What the Fuck Wednesday, May 6, 2020. And we have a special guest today, Roan. Big dog, thanks for joining us. Guys, thanks so much for having me on. I had one request, and that was you lead me in talking about my IBS, my irritable bowels, and you decided to just throw my bowels by the wayside. That was, like a, that was like a minute ago. You already forgot to leave I thought you were joking. It was, a, yeah. it was a test, and I failed miserably. Well, it's a yeah. good, you probably like quarantine, then, if you've got like Crohn's disease and IBS. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's you the best good? for me. It's the best time for me. <laughs> yeah, is it a certain food, Roan? Is it a mood? What is it? I'm actually stealing valor of IBS. There is, uh, like, I thought it would be a good time and that no one would really check me on it. I've never, uh, I've been able to get away unscathed with my stolen valor, and this is the first time I've ever been called to the carpet on my fake IBS. So You, you, uh, don't, want, you don't want the uh, oh. IBS crew after you for fake IBS, man. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, hear, I think I hear 23% they get percent of our listeners IBS guys. If they can, once they're <laughs> off the can, they're really upset because they only have a short period of time to right. come after you, so. They can go. No, mine is all BS. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> all right. Well, it's What the Fuck Wednesday, so it's all listener-submitted stories today. Uh, we're just going to do two rounds with Roan here. Uh, Mark, get us going. Oh, or Wes. Wes. Sorry, get Wes. Get us going, yeah. No, I'll get it going. All right, guys. This one comes from Garrett. Thank you, Garrett, as always. And uh, frankly, it's pretty fucking impressive if true. So um, I don't know about you guys, but when I was little and I asked my parents for something and they said no, I worked real hard and earned it myself. No complaining. No pouting, just accepted it and buckled down and earned it myself. It felt much more rewarding that way. Yeah, you, know you were I mean? probably the best kid ever. Yeah, well, then yeah. what, yeah, what yeah. the hell happened to you then? I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. Did you get confused that you grew up in Herndon and not Reston? Must have been, yeah. Must have been, Pat. It was, it was, it was the, uh, I just, you know, with the moped I had, remember that? Don't pretend you didn't have two systems, Wes. Don't pretend you, <laughs> you didn't have Sega and Super. Oh, this Nintendo. is going back to Wes being a rich kid. Yeah, yeah. Life, mm-hmm. lifelong, lifelong golfer. Are you talking about when you didn't get the golf clubs? You wanted? <laughs> when I didn't get the driver I wanted, yeah, I worked yeah. real hard gotcha. and got it. Um, and that's what one alleged uh, five-year-old, uh, more on the alleged claim later, that's what one five-year-old in Utah decided to do when he set his eyes on a brand-new Lamborghini. So uh, first he shot his shot and asked his mom. He said, hey, mom, can I have a Lamborghini? And like the cheapskate she is, she said no. So, you know, that didn't work. 
And that set a fire under the youngster's uh, ass, uh, realizing the only uh, way he was going to get the Lambo was uh, to jump in his family's SUV with three bucks in his pocket and, and uh, head to California, where his sister lived. Where he the knew, land he knew of Lambos, yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah. And they're cheap and plentiful out there. Do they have, any, do they have any yeah. Lambos in Philly Road outside of Meek Mill? No, we've never seen a Lambo. We had one. It came through the city like that robot, and everybody <laughs> beat the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they destroyed the Lambo. I, I, my, uh, I got some family in Lower Marion. I think there's a Ferrari dealership in Lower Marion, isn't there? You ever been that? No chance. Ever been that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that driving, sounds right. Uh, introducing a Lambo to Philly is like putting a couch out in West Virginia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not going to survive. Burning that thing. Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Someone's going to burn it down? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, but I'm yeah, very here for the home. for the Reston talk. I'm here for the Virginia talk. Let's talk Virginia. All right. yeah, yeah, Northern yeah. Virginia rivalry talk. What do you yeah, want to know, Roan? Her- Herndon's like the Philly, and Reston's like <laughs> whatever's much nicer than Philly. Drexel Hill. <laughs> Everywhere else. Yeah. Reston's what uh, Herndon people aspire, when they aspire to live there one day. What happened here, Roan, is our high school was divided into <laughs> two towns. One was America's first pre- pre- pre-planned community, which also was the headquarters of, like I want to say, like 300 CEOs couple Fortune 500 cats, and then there was Herndon. Yeah. yeah I got town. a better comparison there. Herndon's like Baltimore, and Reston's like Philly. Okay, that's that's <laughs> so, fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But Reston, that, also, Reston has a much higher divorce rate because everyone's getting a trophy wife there. You know what I mean? Like, it's... My only question was when he said he he was getting a new driver. Did he mean a, a driver or right. a driver? Either no, way, no, no. either way, <laughs> not out of the question, Roan. Yeah. I'll put you it this way: to, you have to ask it though. The kids in Reston, their house, their houses are the best fucking snacks. If that gives you any indication, like you went to a Reston Gushers. kid's house, the snacks were just through the like Dunkaroos for days. Yeah, no fudge yeah, sticks no for days. Yeah, what happened in the story? You wanted, yeah. What's that? What happened? We got story, sidetracked. Dude. I was giving, giving, we were giving Roan a little uh, background on Reston Hernan. So anyway, back to the Lambos. So like I said, they're traveling to California. Lambos are cheap and plentiful. However, while traveling down Interstate 15, uh, going 32 miles an hour, he was spotted by a trooper who was <laughs> was positive he was looking at a DUI case because this kid's just swerving all over the road. But when he pulled the car over, he discovered the portly five-year-old. Um, who informed the officer of his plan. Um, and Why does he have to be portly? Because he is portly, Roan. You should see it the picture. It seems like fat kids are the only ones that steal cars. Yeah, And I was yeah, a portly was kid, so I can say or whatever. Yeah. How does How does fat little legs uh, reach the pedals? Oh, yeah, he had a lineman body. He had that yeah. thick, that thick, thick, like, like two hands around the thigh at five. Yeah, he was fat. Um, so the trooper put some kind of shame suction device on, on the kid's face, or it might have been uh, CNN uh, Photoshop, I'm not sure. But it, it, it's very strange uh, to pre- protect his identity, ruin his street cat, uh, cred. Um, I mean, the, the the picture looks like he's 10 years old. Everyone knows who this fat five-year-old that stole his parents' car is. Everybody in the neighborhood. Everyone in the fucking neighborhood knows. knows. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah well, he, it would have been better for him if they could show his face. Anyway, um, even the trooper thought he was like eight or nine. But his mom did confirm he will be six or maybe seven next month. <laughs> um, and that he has never done anything like this before. Um, oh. So, yeah. So far, no charges have been filed against the minor or the parents. Um, I say we start a GoFundMe to get this kid a Lambo. Uh, what do you guys think? I think it would be a, well, a huge success. I think they should sh- certainly lower the driving limit age if this kid can get on the round like as a five-year-old. Like Maybe we could look into that. There's no way that video the, where the kid steals the car and he's like, I just want to do hood rat stuff with my friends and smoke real cigarettes. There's no way that video is still relevant, right? Like This kid didn't see that video and yeah, get no, inspired. I mean, it's that was too far. Situation. That's his son. Yeah, <laughs> Pat, Pat, he, Pat, he's five. He didn't get inspired by any videos. 
No. That's true. That's just that's just pure well, I was thinking, determination. I was thinking, Wes, we should start a GoFundMe to get the video released, not to get the the Lambo. The, a, a real, more realistic goal. We could just the, get video, the video of what? The dash cam. Pay the pay the parents to sign the waiver for the cops to to get the video released. Oh well, there's there is dash cam video of him swerving across the highway, which is I mean he just looks well, like right, a DUI but something guy, but... where his face isn't blurred. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, fuck it's, this yeah, fat deal. kid. He doesn't deserve a Lambo. <laughs> I feel like it is if, it's impressive. If, I have a ten year I have an almost ten year old and there's no way at, at almost six he would have a fucking clue how to drive a car. If if bad cool. baby can get a career off Dr. Phil, this kid needs a record deal. Send this kid to like boarding school yesterday. Yeah. Well he's gonna but be But does an, it count as doing hood rat things if Lamborghinis are involved though? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean it's like a we, it's no. like a well funded hood rat, I think. But the Lamborghini's <laughs> not there, he's just grinding for the Lamborghini. He doesn't okay. have it yet. So. The aspiration. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see him on uh, Beyond Scared Straight one day, guys. So don't worry about it. Um, anyway, uh, going to the internet. Uh, Beyond the spectrum says spankings. They still work. Try it. And then to that, Vicky Brenner says sure because using violence is a good way to teach a child what is right and wrong. And then to that, Beyond the spectrum says he's five years old and stealing cars. This isn't his first rodeo. Nuke the seat of his pants. So what does that mean? It means beat the <laughs> shit out of him. Oh no. <laughs> I think that might be the only way this kid learned anything. Does that mean micro- microwave his pants? As the only huh? father here, what would you yeah. do? Well, I've I've spanked my son. A, I can count on less than less, you know, one one hand, probably three times, and it wasn't broke even a real your driver. Didn't it you? wasn't even a real spanking. <laughs> it wasn't even a real spanking. It was like it was like a just a tap on the ass. To let him know I meant business. I'm not a spanker, man. Um, I, you, you lock him up. You lock him in the house. Don't let him see his friends. You, you, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, you fuck with, with their like heads. That. It's not yeah, a physical right. thing. It's a mental yeah. thing. Yeah, really, yeah. Tor- mental really, torture. Really screw those kids up. All right, guys, I have a, a plane double for you. That's airplanes. Like, who the fuck is flying right now? Am I right? Huh? Huh? Yeah, really? Yeah. Some people are. Well, let's expose these assholes. But the first story is a private plane, so all good there. Uh, and this one comes from our guy Fitzy. Uh, please send us those patch- patches, Fitzy. I sent you the P.O. box today. So send us those uh, police officer patches. We'll, we'll get them hung up. Uh, oh, night- yeah. Rowan, apparently we have a lot of police officer listeners. So Oh, yeah. We're doing a patch. Oh, yeah, boys. And military. Yeah, it's thing. awesome. Mm-hmm. 19-year-old Towson student Gregor Hines took his dad's Piper Cherokee airplane. Sounds like a resting kid. Out for a spin from <laughs> Harford County Airport in Maryland, so not far away. Uh, and he wanted to test out the new compass on board the plane, he said. So he started up his flight planning app for flight and realized that, you know, in this app, you can kind of see where you're flying and you can, like, make a design out of it. So yeah. he spent two hours and flew 191 nautical miles and spelled out, fuck COVID-19 with his uh, with his flight path. Yeah, that's a great Smart airport kid. to fly in and out of, too. Is it? You're just doing yeah. the resting thing? You've never been there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're, just doing the, you're just playing the rich asshole? <laughs> he said uh, he originally wasn't even planning on doing that, but when he got up there, he de- decided to express how he felt, and how he felt was fuck COVID-19 because his uh, sophomore year or whatever is canceled at Towson. One of his female friends got COVID-19. She's recovered, but that sucks. I mean, and basically he's a human, so uh, like everyone, he hates COVID-19. Yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah. This is this is truly the rich kid's equivalent of uh, scrawling a penis on uh, random dorm room doors in Kirby yeah. Smith's dorm at LSU for me. This is the classy version <laughs> of this. Yeah, exactly. He didn't just. Yeah. Do why the did he have to balls. pretend that he he wanted to? Ch- why did he have to pretend that he wanted to like check out the navigational instruments though? Like what? Yeah, it's a new compass. Like, what is it going to? North yeah. is a different north. I smell bullshit <laughs> right. too, Ron. I think he went up there to to spell this out. Just yeah, he had the plan already. <laughs> you yeah. think he didn't just, yeah. didn't just come to him? 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, t- but it would suck. I mean, I, like I'm washed up, but I can't imagine being in in your prime right now. Just lock, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, he. But he was a sophomore. I could see it if he was a senior, a sophomore. Yeah, well, he's 19, so, I mean, unless he's a genius, he's got to be, like, a You're freshman right. or sophomore. He's got right? a lot to lose, Ron. Yeah. He's got a lot to lose. Well, he'd been playing since he was six, apparently. But um, he didn't tell anyone about this whole plan anyways. What happened was uh, the aviation world, or, or nerds, follow everyone's flight patterns. So they went in the app and it's like, oh, my God, one of this kids spell out. Check this out. Fuck COVID-19. And so they started messaging him, and they're like, you're hilarious. This is brilliant. That's awesome. And they started mm-hmm. – uh, they started. <laughs> They started telling all the local newspapers, so it made the rounds. Uh, so that's a little weird. And then, um, yeah, I mean, that's about it for the first story. The second that's the play- type of flex that's never going to get you laid. I mean, it's, it's very cool to a very small group of people. But you well, try, don't go to a, into a bar and try to explain that. Well, he's, he, he said that uh, he might do another message soon. He hasn't planned it out. But if he writes something like, Sup, Mary. You know what I mean? Like, if he, like, yeah. writes a message to a girl, it might get him laid for the second one. She's like, is it, it, did you write it in the sky? No, you got to check. You got to get online and check the flight plan. Get, get on board <laughs> flight. It's a big rave. Sup, Mary. Uh, second plane story here is from Will's wife. There was a brawl on a commercial flight this week that led to an emergency uh, landing. And you were already picturing the airline that this happened on in your heads. And you're all right. It was Spirit Airlines. So mm-hmm. give yourself a pat on the back. You're all correct. Uh, during- I was thinking about this before you move on. I mean, yeah. You're already like it's COVID-19 lockdown and then you're getting on the Spirit Airlines, probably packed Spirit Airlines flight. You got to have a real low self-esteem. That's the stage for this story. That's that's setting the stage. For this what is happens yeah, the human there. beings that get get in that. Try to get in <laughs> I mean, their heads it's already. You're yeah. already at a low point. You're already like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And yeah, flying- now it's time to splurge on the hundred dollar Delta flight. They were flying to Detroit. It wasn't like they were flying to Hawaii or like Monaco or anywhere nice. It was like <laughs> Detroit. Uh, so d- during a trip uh, from Los Angeles to Detroit on Thursday, several passengers engaged in a brawl that left witnesses in shock as to why they decided to be on this fucking flight. Um, and, and yeah, basically what happened was an emergency landing took place in Des Moines, Iowa at 3.13 a.m. And the plane stayed grounded until 5 a.m. Des Moines Police Sergeant Paul uh, Perizek sounds Polish, told the outlet that no one was arrested in the unique situation um, because they determined the fight took place while over Nebraska, so they didn't have jurisdiction. Um, had nothing. <laughs> they had mutual combat in Nebraska. Right? They're allowed to fight over Nebraska. Exactly. Like it had, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was 3.13 in the morning and these guys got called into the airport and didn't want to deal with it. It was because Nebraska, you're definitely allowed to fight. They uh, should have the called air. a cop in Nebraska to come pick them up at the border. Exactly. And drive um, over. So it, what ended up happening is one person, the victim of the beating of the beating was escorted off the flight in Iowa and told to beat it. And the rest of the flight carried on to Detroit without him at 5 a.m. Uh, even though he was the victim, he allegedly initiated the, dis- the dispute on the flight. It started because he wanted to sleep and he was mad that people around him were making noise, including the flight attendants. So he was like, you guys are talking too loudly. Quiet down. And that turned into him getting his ass beat. So they were like, I'll put you to sleep. You want to go to yeah. sleep? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was treating the plane like a eighth grade sleepover. Yeah, he he annoyed everyone to the point where the you cops. You got to be a real yeah. motherfucker to get your ass kicked and then still be the one that gets kicked off the at, plane. He's getting like, his ass. He's getting his ass beat at two in the morning, and then the cops aren't even arresting the people. Right. They're, they're sending they're sending him off into the fucking wilderness of they Iowa. Throw like you the on fuck. the curb in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At Thirty thousand feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he got beat so bad, his clothes were covered in blood. And yeah, I mean, they just kicked him to the fucking curb. He must have been so annoying. Like the guy that beat him 
to within an inch of his life was yucking it up with the cops. And the guy, he's like, aren't you going to do anything? He, he wouldn't let me sleep, and then he beat me up. Um, yeah, so they're probably like – uh, Does he go home? Do you stay in Iowa? Do you, do you continue on to Detroit? He probably – he yeah. probably just annoys someone at a at a hotel and gets kicked out. Like he's trying to book a room and give an attitude to the people at the hotel and like he's not going at the well. ticket gate until you can get a ticket to wherever you're headed. In. You got to go home. You got to change, man. You got to get out of those bloody clothes and like freshen up a little bit because everyone That's in the true. airport knows you're a joke. Yeah, I bet the cops were like, "Oh shit, how high were in the air were you?" 50, oh, see, we we only have jurisdiction up to fifteen thousand feet. Yeah, it's a uh, hundred feet below sea level, and then if you go fifteen thousand feet in the air, that's where it cuts off. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like, that fucking that fucking guy, rough rough tape. It's like uh, gambling in the in, in international waters. Yeah, yeah I so love that's, this. That's the double plane. All right, guys, this one is submitted by a Hard Hive member Ed on Twitter. Sup, Ed? Come with me, gentlemen, if you will, on a tropical journey to the continent that's not a continent at all. Oceania, as we make our way to the largely unexplored but, magical well, is, island. It, it, hold on. Wait, that's a continent, mm-hmm. though. No, it's, it's not. not really a continent. Why is that? Well, I don't. I'm, I would ask you the same question. Why is that? Why is it not a continent? How many continents are there? Seven. Is that the they, Disney? Is that the Disney World continent? They, they always call Australia a continent, and then sometimes it's Oceania, and it's just not a continent, bro. Yeah, I'm with well, Pat on this one. What is it then? Is I don't it? know. It's it's a yeah. I don't know. It's a term it's for just, a. A grouping of, of land that, that's not contiguous. It's got to be Australia as the continent, right? Yeah, that's what I. That's that's how I always knew it. Yeah. Okay. Kind of blew the intro there for me. Uh, <laughs> it's not no. I've got yeah. I got, <laughs> not I've got a continent. Fact check that one. That's, that's, that's okay. Just, I mean, it, as, it is the, a continent. Let's, let's get back into it. Go? According get, to books, let's get back into um, it. When maybe your books, yeah. uh, as as we make our way to the largely unexplored magical island nation that is the Republic of Indonesia. Not much is known about this mysterious place other than the clearly made up fact on its Wikipedia that it consists of over 17,000 islands. That can't be right. That's and amazing. that other than that, it's that their national pastime is a form of street entertainment called Toping Manyet, or Masked Monkey. You guys with me? You guys with me in Indonesia? <laughs> masked Monkey Toping is their mm-hmm. main form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yep, as far as we know. Uh, as the name implies, guys, Indonesia's traditional form of street entertainment involves monkeys, specifically tiny little monkeys called macaques, uh, that are on average an adorable 22 inches tall. These little guys get dressed to the nines in little fez hats and vests, and they're forced by their masters to dance for rupiah, the local currency, and the amusement of crowds. Some think that the practice is cruel and that the monkeys don't want to dress up fancy and act like humans. Others, specifically the monkey masters, will tell you that these little buddies love being on their leash chains, and they also love the flexible hours. Well, guys, like any old tradition or sport, naturally over time there's an innovation, and with its participants pushing the limits of what was once previously possible— or what was thought was impossible for a small monkey to, to, to undertake. Uh, it seems like to, there's a lot of possibilities with the train. I monkey. know. what There's a lot of things a monkey could do, right? Yeah. Endless. You don't want to well, shout out macaque either. No. No, I know. But one guy, he pushed the limit of what a monkey could do. And that is by training his meal ticket to ride the tiniest little electric motorcycle you've ever seen. That's adorable. This, yeah. This monkey rides a little motorcycle. It's awesome, right? It's yeah. cute. Right, right, yeah. Actually, not. Are you talking about the rich, the richest man in Indonesia? Is that who you're talking about? No, no, no. He's just a guy. He's maybe the most successful (laughs) masked monkey tamer. But this guy trained his little buddy to ride this little electric motorcycle, and um, 
Last Saturday, the monkey, maybe it was the motorcycle, but he decided to fight back. It could have been the years of captivity, or it could have been the big dick energy that mammals feel when they strap onto a two-wheeled stallion. But this little monkey was fucking done. Because uh, in, in a now viral video, guys, this 25-pound primate is seen rocketing away from his master down an alley on his little motorcycle when he comes up to a wooden bench with a bunch of children sitting on it. And the monkey jumps off his motorcycle and grabs a diapered toddler by the arm and attempts to kidnap the child by throwing her on the back of his little motorcycle. <laughs> right. Yeah. I no, no, he didn't try to. He didn't try to put him put her on the motorcycle. He just dragged her. Oh, is this your story, steal, Wes? Steal the baby. Is this your story? Did you well, watch every, the video? Seven everybody times? in the world, everybody I, I in the world has the, seen the video. Yeah, it's a viral video where everybody's. Pat, seen it. I'm with you, uh, except for I don't think that <laughs> the owner. I don't think he was disobeying the owner. I think the owner taught this monkey how to kidnap kids. Yeah, some right. are saying that. A yeah, lot of people on the like. internet are saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying that. For the what sake, you, of, what's your take here? For the sake of my fucking story, he tried to get her on the bike. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Just let, yeah, let, me, up, let me hang on the video. Punchline here. Uh, <laughs> the little girl must have never ridden before because she absolutely <laughs> blows at getting on the back of a bike and instead was dragged on her face for several feet uh, before onlookers defused the situation. Do you argue with that, Wes? She was dragged on her on her face. Yeah, she right on like, her she face. Looked, she looked before like one onlooker. Yeah, she looked like the kid in the Harambe pit. She was just getting tossed around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. I mean, my, maybe the monkey did want to give her a nice ride. It's possible. No, uh, bro. He was thinking ransom. He was thinking, how do I get out of this slavery situation? I take I this little child. Master was no, the master ransom. was thinking ransom. Yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah, oh, the yeah. check check that guy's house. There's probably like sixty kids. No, dude, I'm yeah. with Pat. I think that that monkey was going to try and do a switcheroo He's and gonna... try and it, it was sizing up something that was the same size as it, and it was going to try point. and do a little last second switcheroo uh, and have this little child be the slave who has to ride around it, on the, the, uh, the monkey. On the, teaches, the monkey right. teaches the kid how to ride the bike. Yeah. The monkey's like, real quick, yeah. real quick. This is the clutch. Put uh, the hat is, on. This is the throttle. Put the fez on. Uh, I hope that's not the case because monkeys are going to take us over in a couple it, years. Look, if, if there they're are, that smart already, if there are any gonna... m- any missing kids stories in in town, just go to that guy's house, the mm. owner of that monkey. <laughs> Only in the magical world of Indonesia can your kid potentially get abducted permanently by a monkey. The monkey's handler then proceeded to beat the monkey thoroughly with a gamel and mallet, which is standard mandated punishment for attempted kidnapping in Indonesia. So there we have it. Sweet, he deserved it. Do the, do the crime, do the time. Right, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. A lot of people criticize him for beating the monkey with the mallet. I'll be honest with you. The it's, monkey it's, that was kidnapping humans. Yeah, yeah it's okay. it's a divide. No, I'm serious. It's a it's a divided country over there. Wait, what <laughs> continent is that country in again? Uh, it's no continent. It's no man's land. It's not Oceania, which is not that's a continent. Right. That's right. The more you know. All right, let's move on to the next one. Before I get going on this one, shout out to uh, Hive member Big Ounce who uh, is also concerned with the rest of us guys about magnetars. We did a story on that yesterday. FRBs are coming out of magnetars in the space. you got to be very careful. So we're all in this fight against magnetars together, big ounce. All right, this next story is from Ideal Patricia, and it's a doozy. Last Friday, the Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA, uh, granted a company with ties to Trump fundraisers to release genetically engineered mosquitoes Intended to help stop the spread of disease like into the United States wilderness. So before I continue with the rest of that story, what do you think releasing genetically engineered mosquitoes intended to help stop the spread of disease means? What could go wrong is what it means. It means they can't mate, so they can't reproduce the ones that can spread disease. Is that kind of or they're right, trained to right castrate. Track. They could be trained to castrate other mosquitoes. That could be 
Interesting. Is that why all the tiki torches are sold out, or is it something else? <laughs> no, there was a, there was uh, a maybe clan related. rally. Rowan, that was it, different. Uh, I think I it, it was well. We don't know. Maybe so. Well, anyways, you guys guessed it so right. I thought I, I thought that they were like going to put like shit inside the mosquito's beak that it could give to you to help mm. you be better at preventing disease. Like I vitamins. Was, yeah, I was I was way <laughs> fucking off. You guys, you guys nailed it right stick, on the head. Stick uh, your arm outside and get your vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, Oxitec, a British biotechnology company, uh, part of uh, Interexon Corp. Like, what the fuck makes these names? Oxitec and Interexon Corp. Uh, that's who's making these mosquitoes. Uh, got a permit from the EPA head, Scott Pruitt, to release genetically engineered male mosquitoes in the Florida Keys and Houston area that would make the males, like you said, Wes, create offsprings that don't survive. So basically, uh, you just thin out the mosquito population, and it helps stop the spread of diseases that mosquitoes do spread, like Zika and West Nile and shit like that. And if it's approved locally, the EPA already approved it, but if they approve it in Florida and Texas, then Monroe County in Florida and Harris County in Texas will start releasing them in 2021, and they'll do a two-year study on it. So I thought you cool were going to say gay mosquitoes, just all gay. Because it'd be kind of fun, too, to watch just mis- just gay mosquito sex and then ultimately, you know. Well, it's some campy mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> they, they come over when, like, there's a raging good time. Like, you play music and they all come over. Yeah. <laughs> they fly in circles before they yeah. land on you. So, <laughs> I don't understand. Why don't, what? like... Sorry. They're just they're just they're, making the kid the kids die instantly. Will or I don't I don't understand. No no no. Like so like the the males. It's okay. So humans, right? This would yeah. be like releasing a bunch of like humans that could not reproduce into the, into the human society. No, so they, it's like you could have like, sex with them. It's like you could, have, you could marry them. You could live a life with them. They just could have kids. They gave right? little be, little mosquito vasectomies to these mosquitoes. But, well, I mean, no, they just don't have. They can't. They can't do it. They 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 they. they if they do it, it's like a stillborn, right? So. Right. Um, so it, it would be like, oh, that be must like be so sad that. for the female mosquitoes. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, very sad for them. I don't know. Do they have feelings, mosquitoes? Yeah, why sure don't we just do. Why don't we just kill all of them? Why are we making them watch their kids die? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like what? Like it just makes up. you think. Like, what would you think if they introduced like robots into the world or like fake humans that you that you couldn't have kids with, but you could live a life with? You know, I don't know. It makes you think. That's what you. That's mm. what makes you think. You go, if they other... came through Philly, we beat them up. Yeah. Dude. If the fake robots came through, yeah, but you wouldn't know them. them. You wouldn't know them. You couldn't. You couldn't tell them apart, Ron, until until you had kids with them. And well, then this, you're this like, made oh, you, shit. this made you think about marrying a robot immediately. The the the, the mosquitoes bit, yeah. that can't have kids anymore. A little, yeah, definitely. But and what, also, yeah. what else? What other kind of fake creatures are they going to make and then release into the wilderness? Yeah, I don't right? like this story. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's you got to think about this stuff. This is real. The EPA just approved this last Friday. So it starts with insects, but it's going to move on. You never this know. This has got to get transferred to humans so fucking quick. This is mm-hmm. not a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's it. It's just a scary story. Ronya. Mosquitoes are going to bite humans. And they're going to have issues. All right, Ronya. <laughs> no, it's a Blade Runner future we're, we're, uh, we're hurtling toward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my story, uh, it goes a little bit like this. Uh, in these trying times, sometimes the trying times are more trying for some than for others. Mm. In this case, the child is Wendy's as one out of five of every Wendy's locations in the United States is out of burgers, beef, burgers, hamburgers, the chili that they make that's just a grounded up, crumpled in a fist burger that's just dropped into some smoldering chili sauce. 
Uh, <laughs> all of the, the Wendy's are running out of all of their meat and all of their beef because of uh, beef factories and the workers there who are getting the COVID-19. Uh, there's 1,000 Wendy's of uh, 5,500 that don't have any more. Uh, it's because of their slogan, actually, that this is hurting them because they're the fresh, fresh uh, never, never frozen. frozen guys. Oh, oh no. Because shit. All the, everybody else can freeze their shit. Burger King can freeze their shit. McDonald's has reported, quote, no breaks in the entire supply chain. <laughs> McDonald's is flexing. They have no fucking problems. But Wendy's is, is, uh, has to go down a different route. Almost in some states, 30 percent of the restaurants are completely out of beef and uh, they're doing what what Peter Griffin would do. They're pushing the chicken now. Ron, you better pray to God for my dad's sake that my mom did not just hear that story because she is going to be up fucking set. She likes Wendy's. She is a Wendy's lady. Do you guys remember when Wendy's had those giant square patties? Those are so disgusting. They still do. They still have those. No, 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 they're round now, I think. No way. They're still bro. They're still square. Yeah. What is wrong with them? I thought, How long has it been since you ate at a Wendy's? It's a different a kind of cow. Time. That's, that's square. <laughs> I am not that upset by this, to be honest. But the square, the square things freak me Obviously. out, man. Yeah. It's not a huge well, that's loss. That's how God intended them, but that's that's how you know they're fresh because they're square. But that's what's what's fucking them over that they're just completely running out of all of the beef. And, and uh, I, that I, is crazy. Who's going to go to Wendy's? Though? It, it's, uh, it, it says well, old-fashioned hamburger. The only people thing are going to go to McDonald's well, where they have radioactive burgers that you can eat for years. The so only thing I get matter. at Wendy's is the chicken sandwiches, so this is fine. I was a spicy chicken sandwich guy yeah. myself at Wendy's, so yeah. that's not going to bother me. Right. Same here. Just had one last week, actually. Though I have pivoted to chick square patties. But that's what I'm saying. If they completely run out of all the fresh beef in the United States, are they going to go the way of J. Crew? Are they just? Are we going to cease to have Wendy's if if no. Chick Fil A is taking the if chicken market? If there was ever care, a bailout that there w- that was going to be given, I think it would be. I think a, Dave Thomas would get it. Dave Thomas. That's a good question. No, I think <laughs> I they're. Fu- I think they're fucked. I think they're fucked too. Yeah, yeah it would, could be they, really they bad. There's some states though that have had no problems: Arizona, Nevada, Nevada, Louisiana. They're not affected at all. Nice. But states like Ohio, Michigan, New York are completely running out of the beef. Pray for Wendy's, guys. This is all stupid. Right. You just—they mm. could fucking fix this whole problem by just shifting the word "never" to "sometimes." Yeah, sometimes fresh. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's also a pandemic. Can't you just like break your own fucking rules? Once? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I you know you have a freezer because they have like milkshakes. And I'll shit. go. I'll go. Freezer. I'll go buy some of those freak square patties if they change their slogan. <laughs> fucking idiots! They should hire us to do a commercial for them. They're fucking idiots. Yeah. How are they never frozen? I've never even fucking thought of that. Yeah. Because uh, they get they get it from like so just so quickly off the farms. I guess cut it right oh, off that. the cow run in the back. Mm-hmm. They get their, just a cow in the back. Yeah. They get their square cutter and just stick it in the cow. <laughs> they have a deli. They have a deli slicer on the back of it. Yeah. Cow. It's more like a cookie. They keep cutter. it alive. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee I've eaten a, a frozen square patty from Wendy's before. Oh yeah. There's, yeah. there's no fucking way. It's all are good. they are they only doing this to like to not get caught lying about their slogan? They have right. plenty. Yeah. They have plenty yeah. of meat, but yeah. they're like. <laughs> <laughs> what do we Defecting do? us too. <laughs> Your taste buds would know, Wes. Yeah. Yes, they would. All right, guys. This next one comes from our buddy John, who sent us the uh, the mugs in the mail. So thank you, John. Um, so we have covered in great detail, guys, the violence and uh, dangerous disdain that people are developing towards the coronavirus lockdown, and specifically the mandatory mask orders that are in place. Um, their masks are annoying. Let's just face it. I, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass to wear the mask, but they're, they're necessary. So, uh, people have you literally wear a mask run. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'll double bag it. I'll put two masks on. There you go. 
you'll get narc you'll get narked on if you don't wear them in New York, right? I I was I've been telling a story like on the radio that I saw someone getting the shit beat out of them for not wearing a mask <laughs> by like a bunch of cops and like people keep on being like what really like where did this happen it's not true but it's like close enough to being possible but it's that, you're like, doing a good service there getting people to wear masks out that's, here that's out here in Reno yeah. out here in Reno nobody wears a mask I got I got mean mugged I got the fuck mean mugged out of me for wearing a mask the other day. For wearing for, one? For wearing one. Oh, yeah. Out, like, out yeah. west, even though, like, even California, who's, like, super liberal, they're not cool with the mask. It's not cool mm-hmm. to wear the mask, you know? There's a lot of space out here. People feel yeah. like they can walk away from you. They don't need to, you know, so, anyhow. Right. Well, yeah. We should start beating up people for doing it then, maybe. Maybe it'll teach everybody. I or agree. at least, like, film a fake beating. Or, or <laughs> like, oh, that's a great su- idea, bro. Super, a- super, super glue a mask on these motherfuckers. What a great idea that is. Did you guys ever do that when you were kids, uh, like, on a Friday night or, like, a sleepover, do, like, a, a fake beatdown where one, yeah, one kid would got, get on the ground and you pretend to We did it outside of my house. We were all doing it. We got the oh, cops yeah. called. Remember? We got no, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, like you run away when someone comes clock. up. Yeah, yeah. And some, some, <laughs> some fucking dad stops. He's, what are you doing? We were taking what are you like, doing? we were taking like the big AAA plastic like recycling things and throwing it on each other's backs like WWF style, and, and then the cops came in one time. <laughs> Sprint away, classic dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one time well, I that- saw dad get in. He said, "Why are you beating him? Did you do something <laughs> fucked up?" <laughs> yeah. I get he had some anger to take out that day. North Northrop Grumman, you know, welched was, on his. Uh, this was her. This was Herndon. Not yeah, Reston. I was gonna say that never happened in Reston yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> the driver that got beat. Yeah. Anyway, guys, people have literally been murdered over this shit. We covered it yesterday, and now in a story from uh, Santee, California, which is in San Diego County. Pat, is that a nice part of California? San oh, Diego? it's beautiful, bro. It's beautiful. Oh. Down Cardiff by the sea down there? Come on. Come oh, on. Right. So, Rowan, the other day, Pat uh, <laughs> made fun of an area, I think Huntington, Huntington Beach, Huntington California, Beach. and like Inland <sighs> Island or whatever, and he's like, those motherfuckers are poor and stupid out there and then a couple of listeners dm'd and they were like the median income in huntington beach is like seventy five thousand. what the fuck is wrong with you and yeah pat really attacked uh part of california that's poor to pat pat just got it like that yeah. sorry that's guys true. i was i was wrong and i apologize publicly the, yeah. the the inland empire is full of fine people orange county is a delight well anyway guys like, like big of you that's great a man in Santee who was adhering to the mask order in a way that complied to the mask requirements but did not adhere to the decent human being requirements of society um, is uh, uh, now popular on social media because the mask he was wearing was just a full-on KKK hood. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, no mistaking it. No, maybe he's a ghost or whatever else racists say when they wear KKK hoods and get caught. This was a KKK hood, pointy tip, white, little holes in the eyes. In the middle of a Vons grocery store. Oh, I'm looking at um, it. That's a KKK. There's yeah. no. There's oh, no it's ex- like yeah. unmistakable. It's great. Oh, yeah. What yeah. a goofball he is. <laughs> what a goofball. Yeah, wow. real goofball. Um, so, so um, in, in the in the picture, how did he not get his ass kicked? Like, yeah. It, well, I'll get. I'll, I'll just tell you now. Apparently, Santi is also known as Clanty by uh by people around there so it's a it's a it's oh a it's noted... a town where it's like known right yeah. it's it's uh, it's accepted he, didn't, there, so. it, he just wears it so much he didn't even know he had it on he's just like oh <laughs> shit this thing yeah. right yeah i was just he picking was like up his... my grand wizard patties yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's everyone staring at oh, oh there's a wedding ring he's picking out some fresh fruit even racist like fruit guys um so um he was asked several times by the by the people the grocery store to remove the the hood but he, he just did not comply, and then they didn't know what to do, so they just let him keep shopping. Um, and they finally <laughs> just a cashier. Let the fucking clan members shop around <laughs> yeah. the store. You're he's like discriminating. Oh, 
They're like, he's not gonna, he's gonna have to leave at some point. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not taking this fucking thing off. Oh man, (laughs) I I would pay so much money to to see his face when he discovered what he was gonna do that day. His his hatred of wearing masks compared, you know, combined with his hatred of uh, all races but whites. Well, yeah, came together in a perfect storm. This was. I wish he was buying fruits. I wish he was buying fruits with like the invert, like a tiny mask on his hand, like inverted, like grabbing apples, yeah. <laughs> keeping his hands clean. <laughs> Just a mask full of oranges. <laughs> he takes it off and dumps them in there. Uh, yeah, well, this was like a day after uh, this this uh, this town mandated the the mask. So this was fresh off the presses. Wear a mask, and this guy was Damn. not fucking having it. Um, so of course it was condemned by all the store officials, the mayor, residents, and the sheriff's office looking into whether the man committed any kind of like hate crime. Um, maybe possibly. Is it not it a hate like... crime to wear uh, to wear a KKK outfit in public? No, you I don't do know. That. You know, it's you not. Could, oh, I guess freedom of speech, right? You, you could dress like a Nazi too. It depends on the sheriff's office, Will. So, um, seems you know, a li- seems a little out of line. Yeah. Seems suspect. Yeah. 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 Seems at least like you might wear the keep one an eye on somebody like that. He chose yeah. the one with the long bib in the front, at least. That was somewhat considerate of him. It's a sneeze guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not good. So hopefully he doesn't try this again and uh, someone steps in. Oh, Kate yeah. Can... No, this guy learned his lesson. Yeah, he's not going to yeah, do it no. again. He didn't learn his lesson. When he, when he finally took off the mask, you can see him. He's, like, leaning up against the cart, just mad that he even has to wait in line to, to check out. He, he does not give a flying fuck. Um, Taking it to the Internet, uh, fire, fire and sip says, uh, as a store manager, I would have asked him to leave. So he's just, he, <laughs> he was, uh, you know. Is he saying he's a store manager? As a store manager of something. Yeah. 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 He would have, he would have handled this store manager, properly. Someone should have asked him to leave. Sick brag. Right. Yeah. Right. There's like yeah. one one out of a thousand people or, or less have encountered that situation where you have yeah, to no. deal with an aggressive guy wearing a KKK cloak. Fuck that himself. store manager, though. I hate I hate people that like insert their themselves in these stories and like bring their own personal thing to it. That's like uh, right. reminds me of, like the Venice thing when Venice was flooding and, and no one could go to Venice because it was like a foot of water in the downtown area. And someone's like, I was in Venice last summer and it was beautiful. It's like, fuck exactly. off. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Tell us more. Yeah. I don't approve of racism. I would have asked him to leave. Exactly. <laughs> no shit. All right. Hero. Uh, who do you guys think of when you picture the main male character in a romance novel? Fabio. Hugh Grant. Mm. Pierce Brosnan. Okay. okay. Goldeneye, 007. Everyone but Pat. Pat doesn't have one. I, 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 a lot of people don't know this, but I, I am not proud of it, but I've produced a number of trailers for romance novels and romance novel cover shoots. Um, so I don't want to talk about it. You're like, so you the, guy the, inter- you're like the guy on the internet. Com- okay, so you have okay, you're, you're too obscure, and you know the exact answer. How about Doctor Fauci? Would you picture Doctor Fauci, America's doctor? No, nope. no, you 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 wouldn't. The but, height, the height, yeah. really. You feel? Yeah, like I don't know. I, I haven't seen Under the Hood. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, he's, well, he's, he wears a bigger jacket. Use your imagination, bud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Drew P. I mean, he. If you remember. He was saying Tinder's cool during coronavirus. I mean, the guy fucks. But uh, Drew P. sent us this story, and apparently in 1991, Sally Quinn published uh, her book called Happy Endings, a 500-page erotic bestseller that told the tale of a handsome and genius HIH doctor that recently discovered the cure for AIDS, and he was knocking boots with a recently widowed first lady. That should have been called Lady Comes First, an erotic (laughs) fantasy novel. All right. I mean, he knows exactly how to not get AIDS. 
Yeah, that's no, a great it, point. It's true. He and and it was modeled after him because he was. It's not a in, video game, Ron. You, yeah. you, you can't <laughs> avoid <dodge> the AIDS. <laughs> safest partner possible. No, I'm gonna go he, here, but not there. But yeah, here, but not he's, there. He's like not, he the not today. You ate fish. Uh, 1991 <laughs> was the year with the highest recorded HIV-related deaths in the U.S. history uh, at the time. I think I don't know if it ended up being. And Dr. Fauci was a government scientist that was spearheading the fight against HIV. The sexiest and virologist spread, around. Right. He was the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. So um, Sally Quinn, that really gets her going, uh, I guess, uh, finding the cure for viruses. Uh, I really hope Sally's alive right now because she's probably horny as as can be during 2020, right? This is her time. Oh, this is, yeah, this is her dream. She is horned up. Uh, well, you, but if you're horny, this is not a great time for you. I mean, besides for Sally you Quinn, if you're writing infinitely. five, if you're writing 500 page novels about an yeah. infectious disease doctor being a heartthrob, I think that yeah. for her, she I'm gets a little confused on. about yeah. so what's going on here, Mark. I'm a little confused. So Sally Quinn is an erotic novelist, and she really had the hots for Dr. Fauci. Okay, uh, and she wrote a book about him being the main love interest. In, in, a, in a novel. Yeah. He's the so, virologist who cures you know, you know, AIDS and also bangs everybody. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Happy Endings author Quinn met Fauci at a Washington function dinner where she was seated next to him, and she was smitten. Uh, she mm. said, I just fell in love with him. He just exuded charisma. Usually those dinners, you make polite conversation, and that's it. But we had this intense conversation, personal conversation. I thought, wow, this guy's amazing. So she made uh, Fauci the main love interest for her reoccurring main character, a fictitious first lady who has a dead husband and an illegitimate child with him. Uh, and, I mean, no wonder it was the bestseller. Who isn't into people in their third act getting it on with the backdrop of a CD uh, world of politics in Washington, D.C., right? That sounds like a great novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys- Do you think that he ever read the book and uh, uh, helped himself to it? Interesting. I, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you? If you were the main character, if you were, yes, yeah, absolutely, he did. Yeah. Also, you know, yeah, Fauci. You know, there's there's worse options out there than Fauci. Like he's he, they've made cakes of this guy. He's he's very personable. People people like him when they get to know him. So, In, uh, uh, pe- intellectuals get real turned on by Fauci. I agree with you, you Mark and and Rowan, to answer your question. Uh, I bet reading a romance novel that you're the character in is better than like watching Lost for the first time. I, I bet oh, there's no, sure. nothing beats it from an entertainment perspective. I'll take it one step hmm. further. I'm going to beat it uh, this week thinking of Dr. Fauci thinking about beating it to this novel. Like, <laughs> I'm going to put myself, I'm going to live vicariously through Dr. Fauci. That's a lot I'm, of levels, though. Yeah, you share that with your wife, or that's a personal thing? You know? She can hear me, I think. That's inventive. I mean, I'm <laughs> impressed that you right could now. even handle yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, man, <laughs> Fauci must have been real turned on by this. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm getting going. <laughs> Was there a cover to the book, Mark? Did you see the cover? No, I didn't. I didn't get that far. But we should do a book review on it. We could. We could. We, I mean, we, could, we could. We could all read this book and do a book review. What's the name of the book? What's the title? Happy endings. But I think it should have been called. Oh, 50, there's got to be like fifty happy endings. Well, I there's, think it should have been called uh, Fifty Shades of Fauci or the Infectious Disease Doctor Always Rings Twice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Try to Google that. You're gonna find a handjob parlor. All right, yeah. guys. This is from Grayson Schramm or at gs underscore was underscore here. Guys, in an event that hasn't occurred in the country of Turkey in more than 18 months, hundreds of sheep overran the city's streets of Samsun in northern Turkey over the weekend. As residents were first alarmed when they uh, heard what they thought were voices on the deserted highway below their apartment buildings, uh, especially because there's a mandated curfew, they weren't happy. Uh, But the citizens of Samsun were pleasantly surprised when they looked outside their window to see a full-on bathic jam. 
<laughs> nice. Did you be it, happy about that? It, play, it played it like you wanted it to, Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a little worried about it. What time of it. night was this or, or day? Pat? Like midnight. It was like midnight. Uh, oh. dude, dude, it was a fuck ton. It was like a traffic jam of sheep. It was so much sheep on this fucking highway, like everywhere. Uh, like, again, sounds like an easy solution. You just kill and eat yeah. the sheep. Then you've you got, almost... like, you got jackets and shit and clothing for, you know. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just a cranky guy, but I would not have been happy to see a big gaggle of sheep right no, below my sheep window. Are, sheep are delicious. Well, 90% of your Instagram is you finding animals in your neighborhood and posting them. It's like, you, that's yeah, like but, right up your alley. Yeah, but at midnight, I don't know about that. Yeah, I feel I that. don't want to get woken up in the middle of the night. Anyway, guys, these animals were anything but sheepish as they followed their leader, the shepherd, who may have must have felt like an ice skater at midnight on a frozen Minnesota lake, just gliding. <laughs> No one around, just him and the sheep. Uh, sheer, sheer joy. Yeah, it was and all sheer the people, pleasure. And all the people yeah. yelling at him from their fucking windows. Hey, like, put those fucking sheep away. I'm trying to <laughs> right, sleep yeah. up here. Uh, Wait, they no. had a shepherd with them? Yeah, no, it was a shepherd, big time. This was a huge <laughs> He's difference. the asshole. Yeah, he was playing this for a while. This guy's uh, an asshole. He took him in the middle of the night into the town. Is he? Is you only thick? get one shot, bro. You got you to take your shot. Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good prank. Yep. Um, guys, the sheep stopped occasionally to graze on the grassy uh, medians before presumably heading back to their farm and capping off the night with consensual sex with their minder. Fun fact about Turkey, guys, it's home to around 30 million sheep. Uh, according to the International Committee for Animal Recording, the ICAR, uh, it's one of Europe's major sheep and goat breeding nations. Uh, taking it to the Internet real wait, quick. Wait, wait, wait. Did, did you just say that the mind like the, the, the shepherder was fucking the sheep? Is that what you said? The minder? Yeah, he did. He what? insinuated it for sure. Yeah. Did you just yeah. slip in that the guy was fucking the sheep? I, and then I think we're covered. I said presumably. Oh, okay. I mean, you, but honestly, like, is there a shepherd that doesn't fuck a sheep? Come on, guys. Said, why you why he, are you going to go into that business? If I not? hope so. I mean, man, you said he capped off the night by fucking the sheep. I said the sheep. <laughs> Let's take it to the internet, guys. Um, uh, at uh, home at last. <laughs> <laughs> now, which one? <laughs> So many flavors to choose from. So many flavors of vanilla. Um, let's take it to the internet, guys. At uh, uh, me says, Sick Jack, again, I surgery, give me a you. And then. Uh, well said. Uh, Izo Azamovic says, That's kind of hot, though. So one of those was in Turkish. My Turkish wow. is so good. All right. <laughs> I like that. Oh, guys, that was brought to you by our sponsor, MeUndies. Uh, so many of... I'm sorry. Why do I always fucking put our sponsor right after some... I'm, I'm the worst. Yeah. The underwear that's soft as a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> but sustainably sourced. Not... Yeah, so don't worry. That's not, very not, true. Not anything. So you guys may have heard of MeUndies before, right, Roan? Of course, the best. Yeah, they're pretty much in every podcast ever. But besides that, MeUndies makes the world's most soft and sustainable underwear. They're literally designed their undies for comfort and self-expression, which I love. So whether you opt for solid black, a unicorn print, I don't think they have a sheep print, but they're working on it. Uh, You'll do it as comfortably as a cuddly kitten. Uh, The buck stops here with underwear, guys. It's like you're going commando, but somehow with the support uh, and your pants not getting smelly in the summer. It's amazing. It's the best of all worlds. You'll never shop for another pair of underwear in your life. Uh, It's time to end your toxic relationship with those tattered old undies. I know I got them. Throw them away. Use them as a dish rag. MeUndies offers endless options for those looking to up their undie game. And who isn't? You can purchase a monthly membership, build a pack, and you can even match your undies with your other half. So that'd be real sexy. I I know Will was talking about doing that, right? 
I'm not sure if we're going to match, but I definitely have encouraged my wife to also get on the MeUndies uh, club because it's the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. I'm definitely a member. So. Yeah, my wife and I are – She, my wife's uh, demanding that uh, she gets these ordered. And I don't know what it does to the, the front of a woman, but it makes it look like you have a, a crane in your pants for, for men. It looks like there's a construction crew. It's impressive. Operating it. Really Makes yeah. the front of a woman yeah. look like a baboon's behind. <laughs> uh, no matter what you choose, guys, you'll get a soft, sustainable pair of undies delivered straight to your door with free shipping. And if you and your spouse get them on Fridays, you can switch. Uh, all right, guys, MeUndies has a great offer for, offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off in free shipping. This is amazing. No-brainer. Especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So they'll literally take your old underwear back if you hate it. Mm. Pretty good guarantee. What does that tell you? Uh, okay. Again, guys, if you want to get that 15% off, go to MeUndies.com slash factor. That's MeUndies.com slash factor to get your 15% off your first order. Free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Yeah, hang, hang, Hey, listeners, please don't send back lightly worn MeUndies to our sponsor. They're they're awesome. They're good. You're going to love no, them. Just don't, chew, don't, chew don't wear them and send them back. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. How many returns do you think they get on average? None. I'd like to ask them. None, time. I would hope. I, I bet okay. there's guys and gals that do it just, just I think for people the jollies. Get, I bet more people get confused and return like their their other undies that are dirty that aren't me undies. They're like, uh, let me get rid of my other undies and send them back. That'd be a racket because your yeah. other underwear suck compared to me undies. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee there's a guy or a gal just watching that USPS tracking number. Wait till it says <laughs> delivered and someone they just know someone's handling their old underwear. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right, Pat. <laughs> Promise you that. They have a, cu- they have a couple of red flag addresses. In oh, the there. <laughs> I got the Again, text. we're it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, move it along, fellas. Uh, this one comes from UK correspondent of the Hardo Hive, Andrew Parker, and it is about a, a dispute at the office, the workplace. High flying tech CEO. Uh, Peter, but spelled funny, Danahue of cybersecurity startup Secure Code Warrior accused a female contractor who was working for his company of having balls during a dispute on Slack. So I'm sure you guys have seen this before, baby. Uh, Lady, you got a pair of balls on you. Exactly. This is, this is what Peter Wait, what? said. He said, what? Yeah, he was he was having a dispute on Slack. You know, the stupid the messaging app. Yes. Uh, and then and then he said this to her. He said, so. I heard that you asked for me to step down as the CEO role. Must admit, you've got balls as a contractor. That's what Mr. Donahue told her. I think that was more Australian. But anyways, uh, Rachel Power, she was the contractor, the female contractor in question, the one with the balls. Uh, She took it as a sexist remark thrown her direction, and she took the case to the uh, London Labor Tribunal. She said... He refers to me as having got balls as a contractor, which is highly offensive to me as a woman. To do it in a business context, even if only an online context, is even more demeaning. That's what she said in response. So, uh, I mean, I, mean, I don't. You guys have an opinion? You think she's got she's balls. That, that, that's the thing. She literally has balls. There's, there's what? no way or reason you push this this far unless he nailed you. Unless he what? accidentally nailed you. What contractor tells the CEO to step down? That is, she's got ballsy. Balls. Balls. Yeah, yeah she has that balls. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. I think, he, I think he was in the right. 
You, yeah, she protested too much. Pat's right that yeah. she she has a pair of of testicles on her body. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, def- and, definitely so. And owns you- every Jamie Lee Curtis movie. Yeah, this is a lot like that guy, the security guard, uh, Miami Beach International Airport, Rolando Negrin, who had a really tiny dick. And when they introduced the uh, full body scanners, t- he went yeah, through as a training exercise, and they saw <laughs> that his dick. was a funny story. And, and everyone made fun of him, <laughs> so he took a pipe and he beat. The, the main bully who would make fun of his dick for calling him small dicked, and then that made national news. So he tried to stop the problem, but really just made it worse. Yeah, uh, then everyone in the yeah. world found out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rachel Power, Pat, you're totally correct on this one, is a lot like a Rolando Negrin of the, <laughs> of the, across the, uh, across yeah. the pond. Because just like you fellas said, she does have a big pair of nuts on her. That's also what the tribunal at the uh, London uh, Labor Dispute Court, they said uh, they, they, they dismissed the case with the following comments. Uh, he used a turn of a phrase which he did not associate with sex. The tribunal has found that the phrase was not one of sexual nature. It was a colloquialism <laughs> for defiant bravery. So yeah. that's, that's how they describe saying <laughs> oh, female so balls. He called, oh, her, bra- he he called, he called her brave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Colloquialism for defiant bravery. That's what telling a girl she's got a pair of nuts on her is officially yeah. from the court. So it's not sexist. Have at it, fellas. They ruled. Yeah, they ruled that we want to use this a lot more in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for you young men out there listening, the young guys, it gets them horny. Don't. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Unlike Don't expression, different. Unlike expressions like you got a sweet clit on you, which is purely sexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice you got rack. a pair of lips on you. <laughs> you got a pair of lips on you, lady. <laughs> that vulva is something else, baby. Yeah. No, I'm with the tribunal, though. I mean, I don't think he was insinuating that she literally had testicles. No, not at all. No, I, and also, like, I mean, don't. I feel like what is wrong with her? She's a contractor. I feel like women also use this a lot, too. Like, I've, I've heard women say, like, uh, about other women that they have she, balls, right? She so. first got caught by the CEO telling him to step down. And then she tattled on him for saying that she has balls. She's uh, we, she should she should find a new job. We should. But t- if he was he was saying something complimentary at the end of the day, he was saying yeah. something good about her. He if, was. He, if he had used like if he had said like you're being a pussy right now and there was a negative connotation to the association with the body part, she might have a case. But he was he was calling her brave. That's, that's yep. what I mean. Like she already did something wrong by telling him to step down. And then he kind of complimented her. It doesn't sound like he like threatened her or anything. So. Why did she take it a step further? What has this guy done to her where she uh, needs to keep that? Uh, that's the nicest thing he said to a woman in t- 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She can't you, be pleased. If you saw the picture of these two, by the way, you'd, you would not be surprised. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Huh? So, Will, so you, I think you, you're you honest, but the women yeah. do say this to each other. You got balls. And I think we should take it back. I think I'm going to – Roan, thanks for coming on the show, bro. You got a sweet clip, bro. You got a swinging – fucking clit that slaps when you walk does it down work the street, that way you're it your sound as good it's it just slapping against your thigh i just i really admire your clip thank you that i take that in the best possible way that you could be spinning it hmm. <laughs> just as cute as a button clit yeah no no your, your clit's a monster yeah. rune oh it's big okay okay huge one <laughs> bulbous <laughs> can balance a teacup on it <laughs> wow thanks guys that <laughs> means a lot <laughs> What a way you to go. Have, um, okay. you, have one last, you, got, you got one last story for us. Right? Yeah, one, yeah, more I have story one last for story. <laughs> and, and I'll be remiss if I didn't bring you a story out of my hometown of Philadelphia. I had to bring something uh, out of the, the soil. I had to bring something out of the greater Philadelphia area. 
Uh, there's been a woman who has been on the loose. She's been on the lam because she spit in two people's faces at a DeBruno Brothers meat and cheese shop mm. in Philadelphia. They caught her on camera, and she spit in people's faces. Now, thankfully, they caught this woman, a woman named Jacqueline McBride, a 27-year-old from the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. And her response to this was, I can be a little bitch sometimes. That was her huh. reasoning for why she spit in these people's faces. She spit in two people's face. One was a worker there who she asked if, if they took PayPal, if this meat shop, this fine purveyor of charcuterie, took PayPal. He said no. Bam. She spit in his face like oh. a fucking executioner from short distance. The next person, Cash he said. She's got some balls on her. <laughs> Exactly. She has a, a hell of a set. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. The next the next woman she spat on, this is her quote. She says, I was really just pissed off that day. She probably did nothing wrong. I can be a little bitch sometimes, and I was acting like a little bitch that day. <laughs> so well, she explained it all away as she was just having a fit of the bitch. And uh, that's why she was spitting in people's faces. But people have been being very mean to her on the Internet, and she doesn't like it one bit. In fact, she says, I don't think it's the least bit funny. People have been making jokes about me online, but it's not funny. People don't know what's going on in my personal life. Oh. And they just jump to conclusions, making me out like some kind of monster. Wow. Yeah, so she's getting a fair faces. shake, fellas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Rowan, yeah. I feel like I'm in fucking Viva La Bam. That is impressive. That is an impressive <laughs> accent, buddy. Yeah, well, going down Westchester with the boys with Don Vito. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't spit on people. The meat and cheese shop is hallowed ground. What is I wrong mean, with her? Uh, this is not allowed in 2016. She can't be doing that in 2020. That's not. That's not okay. And her reasoning was that she had gotten robbed multiple times that week. That she got her cell phone stolen from her, and some other things were stolen from her. And she was saying that she was having a really tough time and people should go easy on her. If you're having a tough time, you don't go to the charcuterie shop. No. Yeah. You don't go to get some $16 bricks of cheese. You, you, There's probably cheaper places that you can go and spit in someone's face where they won't be that offended. Ron, you're talking to a literal ton of human hosts here. We, we do go to that meat and cheese shop. But you, this, this sounds really reminiscent of, of Bagel Boss, Short King. It sounds very similar to Short King. You guys remember Short King? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course but she's being charged with uh, two counts of terroristic threats, simple assault, and yeah. harassment. Oh. So she has felonies on her record. That's uh, what which happens I think now. Short King escaped from. They added, they slapped on, like, it's a felony now to spit on people. The spitting during. shit yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Now it's, it's like a deadly serious, weapon now in some states. Crime. Yeah. You can't cough uh, on anybody. You can't spit on anybody. And I would go to the internet on this one, uh, but after I wrote this, I, I reported this very late last night on Barstool Sports. And some people from the Poconos who had grown up with her or were friends with her on Facebook knew her, and uh, they sent me uh, pictures, which I wish I could share, but I'll, I'll speak to them right now, of her smoking crack. And uh, <laughs> she had posted pictures herself on her own Facebook page of her with a crack pipe making crack seem as if it was cool. And if you want to know what it looked like, mm. uh, it, it looked like exactly what you're picturing. Yeah. Her smoking a crack pipe, yeah. Yeah, it was a crack Her pipe. hometown wow. just sold her out, just sold her right yeah. down the river to you, right down the, the, the uh, Allegheny River. What's the I Pennsylvania don't, River? <laughs> down the Schuylkill. The I don't think she was, I don't think she was ro <laughs> robbed anymore. I think she robbed. she was robbed of her own uh, yeah. you know, 
addiction was wrong. Also here. tends to be the way uh, communities work. They they tend to rat those people out, you know. Before. Yeah, when you've been spit on, everyone in the town's probably been spit on. You're spitting on everybody yeah. in the meat and cheese right. shop. You're not exactly yeah. the most, you know, not, Ron, not popular I, kid. How do you rank your experience of Pennsylvania compared to Florida? Like, like you've seen some shit in Pennsylvania, right? I think that there are similarities, and I think that there is a transient overlap of populations in Pennsylvania and Florida. The Venn diagram does uh, overlap, and central Pennsylvania, anywhere out like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, where she's from, is super Floridian. Yeah, yeah, real, real, big, real, real, real. It's like the big overlap. Uh, they they know their hicks. Also, I'm not, like I'm not breaking it, any news. Also, the best the best sandwich shop um, in Key West is the is the place that's run by people from Philly. Yeah, they they are Doc, incredibly rude. Doctor Z's, yeah, they're mean. They're so mean, yeah. but they don't care because <laughs> they know they have the best fucking cheesesteak. They fly in their bread from uh, from Philly. God, my light just turned back on. Ron, you ever hook the- up? You, you ever hook up with an Amish chick on Rumspringa? Is that a thing up there? <laughs> No, I'm, I always have my eyes peeled to, to for someone uh, uh, someone who looks like their hands are withered by churning butter. But you you can never always tell who's on the rungspringer. Mm. But if you get one, then you've stumbled onto a good time. You'll know. Oh yeah, I heard they got good wood. I heard they have throbbing clits. Butter. <laughs> in, the in clits Lancaster. on those rumspringer kids. <laughs> so uh, impressive. Churning, it's a lot of churning butter. They're really nice. It can really raise a barn, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about penis. Dick. Penis. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Of course. You got it. You got I it. I cannot <laughs> slip anything past you, fellas. Roan, thank you for joining us today, bud. Uh, I think we're gonna do some do some other shit uh, now. Move on to the last half of the show, but but we appreciate for. Th- sorry, we didn't have you on for over four hundred episodes. It's, yeah. Uh, that is big super mistake fucked on up. our part. It's never, yeah. it's yeah. never too late. Better late than That's never. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact, boys. Well, hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you absolute hosses for having me on, and keep fighting the good fight, fellas. We'll see you for a smoke and a Coke, as they say, right? Yeah, we'll see you you once this is over. We'll smoke some crack. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. All right. Later, buddy. Later Later on, Ron. All right, fellas. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, Who's Mark's up? Bonus story. I have a a quick shout-out. I'll I'll make it quick, then we'll go into the – into the other stuff. Um, so, got an Ozark boat story for you. Uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to Craig Barry, who was good friends with listener Alan Phillips, and Alan sent me this story. Uh, he said that um, he sent me like literally, it was like multiple news publications wrote about it. Craig is a 23 year old senior at Missouri State University. And he's also a hero, so that's pretty cool. Uh, He was working as a dock attendant in the Ozarks this weekend when a boat exploded with four people on board. One person was tragically killed, uh, and two others were very seriously injured, and one person, the captain, I think, had minor injuries. But it could have been worse for one of the people that was severely injured, as Craig uh, instantly dove into the water from the docks when he saw the explosion, swam to uh, the boat, and, and rescued and saved the life of one of the people that was uh, in the water with serious injuries, swam him back to shore, and uh, yeah. So thanks, Alan, for sending it in, and that's awesome, Craig. Uh, good job saving that person's life this weekend. Nice work, yeah. Craig. All right, boys. Uh, it's time for voicemails and five star reviews. We're kicking it off with the five star reviews. I'm looking back at them. I did this shortly before the show started. I think we may have read the first couple. Yeah, I'm just going to delete. I'm going to delete what we've read. Will. 
Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. Uh, all right. Yep. Yep. We read that one. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Oh, that. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. And we're good. We're good. Okay. Here we go. First one from the Swayze Express. Five stars. Taking it to the Winternet. 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 Okay. Winternet. Uh, please do more taking it to the internet. You're right, Swayze uh, Express. We do need to do more. This show, we did some. I've probably been the worst about not taking no, it. No, I'm the guilty internet. of that, too. Right, yeah. I've been, I, I did it today. I would try to, try to take it today because I read this comment. You did a lot. Of, now I know why. You, I was like, wow, Wes is taking to the internet a lot today. Yep. Yeah, Sw- Swayze Express, you are totally correct. And we try to do it the, every day. It's the basis of our show. That was that was the yeah. pitch to get a show. We should, <laughs> yeah. we, should we should really do it more often. <laughs> we just we just you know sometimes yeah because because it makes sense to do a fifteen minute show with four hosts and then entirety Maybe. of internet comments. Yeah, that was that was a smart premise. But now that we're going longer. We definitely yeah. definitely need to take it to the internet. More. Twelve Swayze. minutes, twelve minutes, and nine minutes from the internet. Well, that's a far cry. Today's show is going to be like an hour and thirty minutes. So yeah. no, uh, no, no more excuses. Try we need to, meet to take the it to the internet. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. Well, we're actually just going to the extreme on the other end, but we'll tr- we'll take it to the internet more now. Uh, okay, next one comes from Al. Whoa, what's that word? Al Critter Seven. Mm-hmm. Al Critter Seven. He says Pat's hair. I recently realized my hair during quarantine lockdown turn up was similar to Pat's. Do I also need to be a pretentious a-hole? Oh, okay. Ooh. Hadn't read the whole thing before I started it. You Pat, think it's that easy, response. huh? You think it's that easy. You think you can just do it. Good luck, buddy. A hundred percent chance this guy's from Huntington Beach. You this is what sad. happens. <laughs> this is what happens when you, you knock an entire community. <sighs> well, no, this is before Huntington Beach. DM me uh, the, if you want some pointers, brother. Yeah, oh, Al, Al, Al Critter, the Al Critter 7, the gauntlet has been laid down. Pat says it's not that easy. All right, next one. Can we get Five. them to do a debate? By the way, Dutch Hammer wants to do a debate. Let's do, let's do Al Critter versus, versus Pat in a debate, see who's yeah. more pretentious. And then, yeah. He's going to have right. to buy some products that I recommend for we his do hair need before to do, even we, get in the fucking ring with him. It's a good point. We do also need to bring, we do need to do Hive debates. There's a lot of things. We've got to take it to the internet more frequently. We got hive debates. We got to do a lot of things. All right. Next one. Five stars from Farmer54321. He says, I'm now somewhat informed. I'm now a somewhat informed piece of trash instead of a completely uninformed piece of, I am assuming, trash. Longer episodes are great. Between 45 minutes and an hour is ideal, in my opinion. Whoops, too long today. Also, I think Florida Man Friday branching out works. Ooh, Mark, watch out. These I already came around on that. These yeah, out-of-state stooges could have lived in Florida at some point anyway. Ooh, so this is a guy in Florida. After all, uh, you can take the man out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out of the man. Thanks for everything, fellas. So, Farmer54321 right. in I Florida mean, says, bring in others. That's pretty much the whole point of the show is to slightly inform people and hopefully give you a few laughs. That's, that's it. No, yep. he gets it. He yeah. gets it. Yeah. That's literally all we're going for. Yeah. Uh, next one is... Oh, Orioles Gasm, 83, big-time Baltimore guy, five stars. He says, uh, the Daily News, just fatter and funnier. Oh, that's great. We should probably use that. Uh, mm-hmm. Daily incoherent ramblings of a news, that's in quotes, of an alleged 30 minutes, more like an hour-plus podcast by three guys that look as if they are competing to be Gus Duggerton, uh, body doubles, and, and, other, uh, and the other who is a chubby, bloated doppelganger of an adult cinema's James Dean. 
So the porno hmm. James Dean. Who is Gus Por- Duggerton? You're a you're a bloated. Big cat, big so the rest coach. of us are big cats. Oh, coach shit, right. Okay, yeah. cool. The guy, the, the really fat guy. ESPN. And then, uh, they did the body episode with him. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then is you are real? a bloated James Dean. The, there's a guy that uh, works with him that like. D- Gus Duggerton is not a real coach, obviously. There's a real guy that like looks okay. like the character. Right, yeah, it's a guy who looks <laughs> that, like that, that, that. Like uh, reached out, that either reached out to him or he reached out to him, and, and he, he does all the posing for him and does all the okay. social media. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering why awesome. that naked dude was kind of popping up everywhere. Man, he, man, Big Cat's so good at CGI. I was like, man, yeah, yeah. it's got to be his yeah. uncle or cousin or someone. <laughs> uh, just a guy that looks like his coaching character. Um, yeah. Yes. So no, you 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 nailed us with that one. Uh, I think all the way around, pretty much. Just kidding. He says, keep up the good stuff. I do have a merry fuck kill for the crew to squabble over. Oh, man. Booze, weed, and porn. Thanks. The pod is awesome. Merry fuck kill, booze, weed, and porn. I definitely know my answer, but um, yeah. Merry weed, fuck, booze, kill, porn for me, but I'm married. Yeah, I would marry uh, booze, fuck, weed, and kill porn. I would uh, kill booze, fuck, porn, and marry weed. Porn's got to die. It's evil. Uh, yep. That's yep. why three of the four of us are killing <laughs> porn. Uh, nothing makes you feel worse. I'd rather wake up hungover than wake up, wake up like uh, just looking at my hand after like a, a, a terrible masturbation session. Oh, my just, God. Just terrible. Just <laughs> so, Jesus. Have you guys like, ever. What, what's going on yeah. over there? Well, it's, just so, it's, just, it's just so, like, <laughs> it's so demoralizing. You're like, I, terrible. I jerked off again. Yeah. What's wrong with ever... hands raw? Yeah. Accidentally kept your, kept your browser tabs open <laughs> afterwards and then found it later. I got 30 <laughs> books in here. <laughs> I want fucking Pornhub again. So I would kill tabs. porn. What was I yeah. thinking? What was I thinking with these searches? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, keep, take care of your hands uh, during yeah, the porn. Wash your hands. Uh, <laughs> this next one is from. Uh, cheer Layla five stars. Uh, she says best way to start your day. I absolutely love the show. I start every work day listening to you guys. Heart factor has become my favorite source of news. Oh, amazing. Uh, I also love lockdown turn up shirts. I ordered for my family and really considering doing our Christmas cards in them this year. Oh, oh that would be man. amazing. Please, Please do send it. Us and send, send us it. We'll post the shit out of that and hang Definitely it. Definitely. We'll hang that in that. the studio. Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's what Jesus would have wanted for his birthday. Absolutely. And we will hang that. I'll put I'll put a little frame. We'll put a frame oh, yeah. in both studios of that. Um, yeah. And thank you very much, Layla. Uh, and last one here, guys, is five stars from BBQ King 86. I bet that guy can cook a mean steak. Five stars. He says five stars for Pat. Hard Factor Boys, a.k.a. Pleasure Squad. 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 Pleasure, Pleasure Squad. Squad. Yeah. He's trying to do oh, the internet. Right. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ranked best to worst number one pat number two mark number five will and number 20 <laughs> wes <laughs> i'm in the top 20 hey, bb king, king 86 that's my well, exact opposite <laughs> rankings for me that was uh that was before roan west you're down to 21 yeah no shit he's, he's clearly putting all the guests in yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So uh, we got some work to do, Wes, uh, in the eyes of BBQ King eighty six. Oh, you guys have you guys have no idea how funny Wes is. Enjoy the. Uh, oh, they the do. They listen to the show. He's barbecued Brussels sprouts. No, Pat, that's the point. They listen yeah. to us every day. They know they, they know, know better than anybody. Yeah. Uh, so my number I, five is is very true for BBQ King eighty six. Yeah, and uh, I'll do I can my be best. an acquired taste. I'll admit that. 
I'll do my best to improve that. Sorry, sorry for whatever takes have have led us to the bottom of your charts. Anyways, go fuck yourself, BB King. <laughs> yeah, BB King. I don't like you coming on my boys like that. I don't give a shit. I'll take I'll take the criticism. All right, uh, let's see here. Voicemails. First up, we got the Dutch Hammer. Yes. gentlemen and pat hey it's the dutch hammer i got a question for you it's uh one of those questions that i come up with when i'm high what movie would you choose to live in you can take your family with you but you can never come back any movie of all time it could be a cartoon it could be whatever you know love like your favorite porn out, whatever. Um, I would, my two favorite movies are probably Saving Private Ryan and Django Unchained, and I would not live in either one of those. Slavery and uh, fucking Hitler. Um, so I'm thinking Forrest Gump. He's 60s, free love, acid, mushrooms. Good point. All right, guys. Be well. Stay safe. The hammer. Oh, the hammer. Now, uh, I'm not with the Forrest Gump pick, though, Hammer, because, and no. it's like my favorite movie, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but I'm not with the pick because Forrest Gump is just straight up America. Like that's just the that's the American history. Or also, just Jenny saying, dies of AIDS, but he was and just saying sexually the time... abused the whole movie. He's saying like the time frame he wants. He's, he oh, the time period. 60s, I see. 60s and the 70s. 60s. I, I got you. So you go can go to Woodstock. You can do acid. You're not going to get busted for smoking a J. You know, like all I right. Agree. But there's a lot, lot of movies. I'd say Studio 54 then, you know, like if you want to do. I'd say Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. There oh, go. that's a good one, bro. That's I'm, really I'm going one. Boogie Nights. I'm going Boogie Nights. Uh, no condoms, no serious STDs. All the fucking you can handle. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I'm gonna go with like uh like a cartoon world. I think yeah. um, like Bebe's kids? No, like uh does Mario have a movie? Yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah, but that that place is fucked up. It's with a bad John, John Leguizamo, that you don't want to go to that. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. Mario Mario. That was like movie. steampunk, man. Oh, you don't want, such you don't a bad want, movie, yeah, man. That was a bad movie. Dennis yeah, Hopper but I'd like plays to, Cooper. I'd like I'd like yeah. to be living inside the Mario universe. That'd be kind of cool. I saw Blue Velvet. I fucking hate David Lynch movies. I saw Blue Velvet this weekend. God, man, that movie's trash. It's supposed to be like one, <laughs> one of the top hundred movies of all time. My my uh, my balls. Let's stick with the theater. That movie sucks. I just want to make it clear. Lynch movies suck. Lynch There's did a lot not of direct Mario, but he could have. He really could have. That's how weird yeah. that fucking movie was. It's a good question. It makes you realize you wouldn't want to live in most movies. Dennis Hopper's in Blue Velvet. That's why. That's what yeah. your movies. Yeah. Is that the one where she's like naked and crying and the? Yes, yes. And Dennis Hopper's like a psychopath. He's actually the only good part of the movie. He has some incredibly out there lines like "I'll I'll fuck you in the face" and shit like that. Like it's pretty weird. Which yeah. movie? Mm. Blue Velvet. It's really bad. It's got the guy from uh, Twin Peaks, Kyle Mul- McLaughlin. Mulroney. Yeah, I, I, I am just not. What, is it? No, is this Kyle movie McLaughlin. you least want to live in? Yeah, I say the movie yeah, you I, least want. I, would, I don't want to live in any David Lynch movies. Well, the Matrix would be tough. Eraserhead. No, Matrix would be tough. Matrix would be tough. Yeah, Matrix yeah. would be bad. Yeah, least uh, I would say Jurassic Park is for least. 
Yeah. Or, or Braveheart. If you're like a Scottish person, they're like fucking your wife and stuff. And, and you got to. Not good. Yeah. Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd be Water super World. fit. You'd be, think about how fit you'd be in Braveheart world. You'd be just naturally pretty. Mad pretty, Max. Uh, bad Mad Max would be bad. It's really just yeah. bad ones. Can it? I, I can't think of a good one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, most, movies are, most movies are bad. You don't really want to live in most movies. Okay. Well, let's move it on. I think this is Reagan. I haven't listened to the full thing yet. Let's play it. What's going on, boys? It's your boy, Reg, out here in Utah. Man, I don't know. I think it's weird how there's, like, this uh, call to arms about your guys' voices. It's simple, dude, okay? Mark is a little bit honky. Wes is a little bit manly. Will, he's a little bit stony. Pat, he's a little bit cartoony. Make it simple, people. Don't forget, okay? The reason for my call, I got a would you rather. Would you rather nipple-length fingers or finger-length nipples? So, uh, yeah, boys, have a great fucking day. Uh, lockdown turn up. But did you hear? It's May 1st, and the virus is done. Let's go, boys. Let's go out. Go out. Get it. Later. Nice. He's kind of right on with the, with the voices. I, I just Good love it. Yeah. It's fucking Badger from Breaking Bad, bro. It's it's just such a that's true. Dead on Reagan Badger. Sound like Badger. Yeah. yeah, his voice is, is pretty unique. Reagan's awesome. Well. Easy to peg, but yeah, he got he got us pretty good though. That's true. I would say it's obviously you want normal sized fingers. Yeah. So, so. what's the question yeah. one more time? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. nipple sized fingers. You couldn't or, do anything. Or, or finger sized nipples. I'll you take have to nipples. go finger sized nipples. Yeah. Unfortunately, even though you look like a freak because you couldn't pick anything up if you had nipple sized fingers. Yeah, right. you couldn't do anything. You couldn't open a door. You couldn't like tw- twist a knob on a door. Like, I you'd, bet you'd be helpless. You'd find yeah, someone to helpless. love you if you had if you had finger size like like our like our boy uh, what's his name uh, the mayor Andrew what's his face uh, Como, the, Cuomo 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 the governor of New York. It's like uh, him with yeah. his nipple bars. Like he's he's got a whole oh. thing there. He's got a whole like subsection I have, of women. I have abnormally that. large nipples. So does Big Cat. Lots of people have weird big nipples, and you can still you can still have a regular life. That's so. an easy one, Reagan. It's yeah. That was easy. Finger length nipples. Yeah. Nipples for sure. All right. This is uh, the last one, but it's a two parter, boys. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't listened to this yet, so we'll see where it goes. But I know that it extends into two. So. Hey, fellas. Uh, Rob from Long Island. Uh, first time, long time. You know, love yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, I actually I listened to it on my commute out to Eastern Long Island. I manage an oyster farm. And on the weekends, I work as a bouncer. But uh, recently, they've had us, the security company has had me at the grocery store uh, doing that same shit. You know, I heard you guys uh, talk about that story today, which kind of freaked me out a little bit. But, yeah, people are crazy. Yeah, it sounds like our kind of guy, by the way. Can we hang he's out? About the, he's talking about the gunshot to the face or something, yeah. right? Like the... But can we go to your oyster thing and then go to the club that you bounce at? It's just like... Love oysters. Yeah. That was Rapping Long Island again. I got cut off there. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, yeah, I'm, I'm out front of the grocery stores now, making sure everyone's got their mask on. Terrible gig to be in the bar dealing with drugs any day of the week. You know, everyone's got to give you their opinion, their political opinion, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm there making a couple bucks. I don't give a shit. But, uh, yeah, it's a nightmare. If anyone shoots me over it, I'm going to be tight. But uh, the other thing I want to say was... uh. Pat being a big fan of Vice was probably the least surprising thing I ever heard. 
But anyway, cheers. Keep up the good work, fellas. Love your shit. <laughs> All right. yeah. Thanks, Rob. Rob's the man. Thank you for calling in, Rob. Yeah, Pat's immediate reaction. You've heard of Vice, right? Yeah, I fucking love Vice. Big Vice guy. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a huge. I fucking love Vice, bro. It's awesome. Vice has some great shows. They're they're cooking shows. Uh, what Action Bronson's shows are awesome. Fuck, they had a weed cooking show. Yeah, yeah. The weed or, cooking show. Was or incredible. Hamilton's Pharmacopia, where he goes and like does all the fucking different drugs. Eh, awesome. I wasn't that into that one. I like Matty Matheson's. The, they've got uh, the, they've the gotten too political recently. They used to be cool. They're, the most they're, expensive. They're annoying. The they're things? annoying. They're annoying. Well, I like the, everybody, I like the cooking I, shows and the food shows. All the all the networks that have taken a side is they're is, judgmental is all, and annoying. All annoying. Yeah. Um, so did Rob have a question there? I was trying. I was that was uh, difficult with nah, the emails. I think he just said. Up. Yeah, I think he just said grocery store. Yeah, apologies if we got to cut that. I was trying to buy you time to switch to the second voicemail message. That's an easy oh, cut. My... It's it's an easy cut. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll just yeah. cut it out. It's all uh, it's all good. It was just double double speakers. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, thanks for calling in, Rob, and thank you for getting oysters to everybody. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Oyster farm and and bouncer like he moons as a bouncer. That's pretty badass. Yeah, Rob, I bet you got access to a beach house if you're on the eastern shore of Long Island. Um, if so, just invite us up. Uh, invite us up anytime well, this summer. Uh, Oysters, the club that you bounce. We at have a strong. Cool. We we have a strong island presence. I think because because yeah. uh, Bubba's mm-hmm. from from Strong Island. We got Rob now, so there's just. I'd like to our... hang. I'd like to hang with Rob for a day. We can go to the oyster farm, all of us, and like learn that and eat some oysters. And then when he goes to work at the club, we'll just get drunk when he's bouncing. Like, yeah. we're, like we're not. Yeah, like, Our buddy, I, I'll amazing. go. I'll go watch an Islanders game. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not it on 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 the island no you're dead on it's nassau coliseum it's on the island well yeah but not not anymore because they're moving to barclays Ah. well our Uh, buddy our buddy who's the prison guard at rikers is on the island too he could give us a tour maybe that would be awesome well anyways i'll watch an islanders game and you can pour beers on me if you're let's go get hang let's go get hammered strong islands yeah let's go get hammered strong island with these guys let's do it yeah i definitely want to eat some oysters on strong island and that's going to do it for hard factor today Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, a long show today with Roan. Glad we finally got him on the show. Uh, brought the Philly accent, some great stories. Uh, I, keep your eyes out for our comments show this Friday. We've already got some strong contenders. I've, I've seen uh, flying around the text thread. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube.com slash Hard Factor News uh, to watch the show every day if you want to watch it on top of uh, – on top of listening on your podcast app, and most importantly, well, 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 a- well, Mark, what's the biggest news of the day? Oh shit! Tom- NASA reported on on Wednesday. Oh, was it on Tuesday that Tom Cruise <laughs> oh, right. is going to star in a movie in outer space? NASA and Elon Musk <laughs> are sending Tom Cruise to <laughs> outer space, and they're filming a movie that he's the star of in outer space on a space station. Which oh, that God. guy, I do my own stunts. Even in space. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> That'll be... He won't go crazy. And we got space. a ton of interviews this week coming up. He's going to die right? in space. Like gonna... That's true. So we had Roan today. We've got uh, several more. I'm not sure which days they will release, but several more this week, next week. Stay tuned, as always. And most importantly, have a great fucking day.
Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood. But I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line. I'm in a New York state of mind. Seen all the movie stars in their fancy cars and their limousines. Been high in the Rockies under the Everglades. I know what I'm needing. I don't want to waste more time. I'm in a New York state of mind. 